Hello my darlings, this is a quick episode. I have no idea how this is going to sound because it's through a face mask that I'm wearing while I'm waiting to go in to see my doctor who uh, actually is not my regular doctor but he's in the medical centre that my doctor works for, works at, works for at, works at for and this particular doctor is uh, able to prescribe medical cannabis so I'm seeing him in person today that's why I'm wearing the face mask even though numbers are very low in Australia and particularly where I am in Brisbane Melbourne not doing so well right now but Brisbane it's good but even still going somewhere that I consider to be high risk. Oh, um, oh yeah. Um, the whole like COVID-19 thing and um, the doctors that wrote the letter to the World Health Organization saying, hey, get your shit together, people. You're not, you're providing the wrong information about the droplets and the plume and the and all that um yeah that's from the main chick who who's the spokesperson for that is um from my hometown and the university i used to work out and a friend of mine did a special page um about it i'll i'll put in the notes but um yeah so i'm uh, nervously like pacing outside of the doctor's office lots of people are sitting out here because what you want is air, people. Air, air, air around you. And, um, yeah, maybe I'll even record my session. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about doing that. I'm already nervous. Oh, crikey. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Because it's just, I've already spoken to the doctor. He's told me he's going to prescribe it to me. But... I guess it's that old um, anticipatory anxiety doing its thing again. Um, yeah, it's just it's the way it is. So, anyway, um, here I am, pacing, pacing in my old suburb. I feel a little teary just thinking about that because this is where I used to live for almost 20 years, 17, with my with my guy, Brad, and um, who, if I haven't said this already on the podcast, has, um, well, he's been diagnosed as possibly having Parkinson's. He's just started some medication, and if it works, then um, that's the only way of confirming is my understanding that and brain scans which he hasn't had because he's going through the public system but the, the brain scans they could I think they can tell you if it's not Parkinson's if it's something else but oh boy lots and lots of feelings I hope I'm not making you nervous maybe I need to slow my roll other people are looking at me but that's that's okay here we are in Paddington back in Paddington Central back in a place that's so familiar and yet now feels like a world away
you know when you have something that's really big in your life for a long time like like your childhood you know that's what it feels like it feels a bit like I've grown up and left home and now I'm facing the world again it's like going through being 18 all over again except now it's harder to get somewhere to live um yeah and the world is kind of wild oh here comes my doctor okay talk to you guys after well people here i am waiting for a bus you'll be able to hear the sound of the bus leaving the station in a second the station the bus stop i've been around trains too much lately um yeah i'm just <sighs> post doctor's appointment it went pretty well I uh, he was gonna give me a stronger one with less CBD and um, I was kind of like you know I could I can take strong yep I could. and then he's like oh well you know what maybe let's let's try you on this less strong and I'm like damn damn Vinny I'd just been like mm, you're right you're right um, that sounds good yeah um, but anyway, we shall see my dear friends. Um, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go, but he's asked me to have one medication that I'm on, which is not one that's like a, something that keeps me from, oh, I'm having pain and stuff it's more it's more for I don't know mood stabilization and other things I used to take it for epilepsy I feel like I'm really draining on right now I'm just gonna stop this and do something silly oh here comes my bus anyway hello my lovely Lulu Island listeners <laughs> Theophilus Thistler, the thistle sifter. Um, never mind. <laughs> Just getting my tongue around talking this morning. It is the next day. Today is Friday. And I'm looking across at the fish and chip shop. Right near where I live. And I was thinking to myself that I wanted to share this thought with somebody because I'm, well, partly because I'm high <laughs> and just because I like to talk, I like to share stories, I, I feel slightly embarrassed because it's gotten me into trouble sometimes. <laughs> people, don't, people want me to be quiet. Anyway... Uh, this particular story I'm sharing with you now, which is, uh, I'm so looking across, I can see the takeaway, there's a bit of a fence in my way, so it's kind of good, I can just see, like, I can't see right into the store, because that would mean they could see right into me, and that would be awkward, and I think they've built that fence, fence, that fence deliberately, I hope, anyway, it's working for me, I, uh, I can be a voyeur 
and not feel exposed. So they have a doorbell that um, says hello in English and I think in Chinese or something. I, I need to listen to it better. But when they leave the shop to walk over to bring me my breakfast, like a white princess, <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah, I'll hear the doorbell. And then from another angle, if I lean my head a little more to the left, I can see the street. And then I can see them actually walking along to the house which then gives me enough time to hop out of my bed, go through the house and meet them just outside at the, um, on the little landing out the front. And um, yeah, that's working out quite well. But it reminds me of looking at the map. <laughs> It's, it's just a totally, it's a different experience, but it's the same thing, you know, when I'm watching how far away is my food, <laughs> how far away is my car, waiting, watching, looking for signs. <laughs> it's just that I happen to be staring across the road instead of down at a digital map. And that tickles me. And I really wanted to share that with someone, so I'm sharing that with you. Lulu Island listeners. I got a feeling there's going to be more later. Guys, I really, I want to be prolific again. Oh, how sweet it was. (laughs) Ironically... Uh, without any life balance when it was the most thrilling to be a content creator to be broadcasting, to be making art to be being an artist expressing, tapping into my creativity engaging with a community of people who are consuming what I'm doing wow I mean, it, it's practically meaningless if you look at, you know, the size of, you know, it was definitely a big fish, small pond situation, but I still got to sweet, I still got to sweet, I still got to taste that sweet nectar of popularity and creative engagement and the and the thrill of receiving that feedback and taking that energy and putting it out there and being with other people who are also doing stuff and happenstances happening. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> it was my first time of feeling that in flow and I haven't felt it since except for maybe little pockets of it with Trudy mainly and sometimes with Derek. With Derek, there's an incredible intellectual flow. And that, that is another thing that, you know, wasn't, it was, I, I got to really talk to people as well 
um geez I'm learning a lot now it's kind of doing my head in <laughs> uh, listening to this thing on this podcast called heart and there's a series within it called reaching for the ipad so i can actually tell you uh well this episode is called oh it's the heart and yeah the series is race called race traitor and the first episode is on the 6th of may 2020 and there are four episodes and I tell you the second one about having <sighs> having friends who who aren't white <laughs> it's it's really funny I've noticed this these little sudden occurrences of like random like dry mouth or or uh stumbling over words when it comes to any like to race it's so telling I think it's a real yeah when I just notice it on tv or more radio abc radio it's just a little <laughs> so she's she's Jewish her her grandmother was in Auschwitz and she is now the only white friend her group of friends who are of many different uh I my brain just fizzes out when I go to say someone's race and at the same time I'm knowing that race is a construct speaking of race I'm not sure what race is Asian like Asian like from China Thai you know Taiwan um it doesn't look it doesn't look Thai. I hung around a lot with Thai people. Um but I just saw him on the street, but he's like a very traditional Australian fish and chip shop is being run by this Asian couple, but it's awesome. I love them and they've been so kind to me. Good morning. Oh no, you're always just perfectly on time. <laughs> so you always spend 50 already. Okay, yeah, so I'll come around soon. I'm, I've got to go out today, so I'll come it's around okay. and put another $50 on. Okay, okay. No worries, bye. So what happens is I, I go over there and I whack $50 on my account and they bring me food and it's cheaper and way more ethical than uber eats um you know my other long-term relationship was kind of an on again off bit of an on again off again affair um with andy still my friend i think (laughs) Oh, um, ooh, it's a little chilly, because, you know, for those of you who are in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, you're in summer, but I am in winter, and I'm being a total wuss, because it's really not that cold. Anyway, so I put the money on the account. I propositioned them one day. Oh, that's right, I'm all over the place.
Oh, that's good. I knew it wouldn't be quite hot enough. Um, yes, I have a microwave next to my bed. I'm in the back of my bedroom. It's usually for things like heat packs when I'm in too much pain to be getting up and down. Oh, I'm just wearing a bit of a slip of a dress, so it's probably contributing the coldness of my windows open because I was smoking some dope in here earlier. Oh yeah, that's more like it. Oh, it could be a teensy bit hotter. Says the princess, the white princess. Um, okay. So I was going to, uh, so the story about Andy is like I used to drive around with him. He worked at a particular pizza shop. Um, this is part of the pizza hut chain. But he was one of their drivers, and so the shops, you know, had their own people. Uh, Kookaburra Cafe, oh, Kookaburra Cafe in Paddington, the memories, yeah. They had, they would, sometimes it would be the owner, Steve, that would turn up, and Steve, Steve and I were friends, he even knew my grandmother, she had a shop a couple of doors down from him, oh, they're not there anymore. Uh, I think there might be a Kookaburra Cafe, but it's, I think even that closed down. It was kind of like the, across the road in a tinier place. <sighs> Back to the shop here. Okay, so there's the shop, there's the places, other places, and the drives with my boyfriend um, in Northcote in, in Melbourne, and not Northcote, um, fuck. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, fuck. Ugh, ugh, need more coffee, need some coffee. Driving around in the car with him, it was, and it was, like, great, because there was lots of, like, nature bits and hills, and we'd listen to a station called um, Triple R, and, um, yeah, so I, I dated a delivery driver, is what I'm saying. So, and that local connection, rather than through Uber Eats, um, it's like it reminds me of that but it's even more awesome because they're just walking across the road and why don't I walk across the road because social anxiety sometimes pain um yeah basically um often I'm just I just stay in my nighty all of the time because I'm in bed all the time less changing of clothes means less washing um stuff like that so I have my breakfast here. I even like have just recently, after my initial proposition, I then asked for them to use my bread. My bread. Talking about my bread. My bread. Um, I have a bacon and egg sandwich. Now, prepare yourself for the final ingredient. Those of you in America would be appalled. Now, the bread itself, it's a rye um, rye bread, rye multigrain. Um, it's nice. Like dark rye. Ugh, just getting putting some hand sanitizer on quickly. I'll just... Uh, not Kevin Kelly stuff, just ethanol and essential oils and water. Anyway, okay, so looking at it... Um, we got, we got bacon, we got egg, we got tomato, iceberg lettuce, and 
drumroll please sorry I'm also trying to put this renegade bacon back in it's all falling out there's so much um sliced pickled beetroot that's right we put beetroot on our burgers in the traditional Australian burger shops mm-hmm that's right and it tastes fantastic and I actually feel like I get more nutrients out of my burger having that bit of beetroot in there it's like you know it's like the whole ham on a pizza thing you know some people get it some people don't I was told that I was an outlier the other night by our mate Jason because I had previously been a no pineapple on pizza like not a fan of ham and pineapple pizza um to be like fine about pineapple on pizza you know like alright if it's on there fine like I think I just didn't like the just ham and just pineapple I just didn't that you know having pineapple on a pizza with other stuff no problem at all but it was like oh this is unusual uh, so I've been told oh lifting you up so yeah um heading back over to the pharmacy today oh um yeah I thought I was going to be able to get a vaccine for pneumonia but it turns out they're out of stock until August so that's not going to happen I guess a lot of people are rushing to do whatever they can to help um, bolster them from the effects of COVID-19 bum bum bow I'm more worried about my fucking uh, hidden racist ideologies than the COVID virus right now, which may seem ridiculous, but this whole Friends episode I listened to was very triggery because um, through Anchor is how I've made more diverse friends reached so far outside of my little bubble that I don't think I otherwise would have because I've been I was gonna say enculturated to be lazy um because it just ha- it just hasn't happened fuck the why <laughs> it is what it is maybe that's why that popular that saying is so popular and so frustrating because if you listen to an episode of Russell Brand talking to a guy about panpsychism, P-A-N-P, psychism, P-S, yeah, anyway, it's quite recent, and he explains how Galileo kind of, like, created, was the scientific method that we use today in that he he took out the need to know the the isness of something, for want of a better way of putting it, um, and instead 
looked at identifying relationships between things. So it will understand the world through its causal relations by first looking for the correlations and then deciding what's causal or you know, even just what we can learn by finding correlations between things. You know, like um, eating too much sugar and getting diabetes. You know, that's something helpful that science has done that shows that link where you look for the uh, correlation, the two things happening at the same time at a similar similar rate, uh, taking a st statistically significant sample that is doing it with enough uh, of enough of a sample size so that it's not just you know like you know when you have the smaller the sample size the less valuable the statistics are in many ways most of the time as as a rule of thumb statistics are the most helpful when you've got big numbers so anyway Galileo was a game changer because then when you took out the isness and the ethics for that matter you're able to do more you're able to model more you're able so and then and then use that information to do things but it has come at a cost and from my understanding I think even Galileo said that when he did it it was like yeah but you know this is uh we also have to have to keep this in mind that this has been separated um yeah isness the the ability to to separate that maybe that's at the heart of these problems you know if if we really could be more attuned to what is rather than what's happening and who is like seeing the the isness in other human beings seeing them as being human where you might see them as being more like animals even if it's on some you know deep social programming not even consciously aware of it shit um or you could be doing that with people, like not necessarily races, you could be doing that with people who are super religious. You might be like, well, that that person's obviously so stupid, they're barely human. I've heard of rhetoric. Not far from that. <laughs> mm, not far from there. I disagree. Just saying. Um, yeah. Religion definitely has its problems but um religious people bashing pugh, i do not like um all right i think it's time to wrap this up and eat my breakfast so there you go we started with the watching waiting and now we're with the sitting coffee drinking about to be sandwich eating I really love you guys for listening. It's still really cool. Bye for now. <laughs>